Hi everyone, welcome to Flying Faith Talks, and this episode is the 20th episode. You heard that right, the 20th. And to help celebrate this landmark, because seriously, who knew I would actually get to this point, we are actually going to do a countdown. That's right, a countdown. And unlike most countdowns that you've heard, you know, like top five favorite books or favorite characters in a movie series or top five ways you can use your microwave to cook your meals, we are actually going to go down a top six ways to get biblically inspired. That's right, top six ways to get biblically inspired because every creative needs inspiration for their project, right? I mean, I do, you do, but since when did anybody offer any suggestions how the Bible can help you get your own? I mean, we do lots of other things. You know, we hear tips like you go on a walk outside, you go do a favorite activity, or waste hours and hours on Pinterest. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little guilty of that. But anyway, a lack of inspiration is like the itch you can't scratch. We wish it weren't that way, but until Christ comes back, we'll have to deal with those writer's blocks or painter's block or whatever block fits your bill in your craft. But since we believe as Christians that the Bible is indeed useful in all things in life, including creativity, let's go ahead and share ways how the Bible can be the master key to your imaginative potential. So without further ado, let's go through six ways how to become biblically inspired for your project. Number one, pray. This tip might sound dull and obvious, but it's the most important one, hence why it's first. Just as we rely on Christ to save us from sin, he also wants us to rely on his spirit to interpret his word correctly, and as well as to help guide us in how we handle our projects. So he won't turn you away for asking his help in understanding the word and even understanding your direction better. Actually, he prefers it. So before you even begin, beseech your greatest teacher. He will help you understand what you need to learn and be your ultimate muse. Number two, recreate a biblical scene. I consider this tip as one of the most straightforward ways you can use your Bible to get out of that dry spell because if you're like having a lot of trouble with a particular scene in your book or with your movie or whatever it is, you know, sometimes it helps to try to write a scene that is separate from your book but yet somewhat similar. And what better way than to pick a passage in scripture that is somewhat similar to what you're going for? I mean, after all, not only would you be putting into practice what words you might use or what colors you might paint, you know, it also gives you a chance to really ponder and study that part of the scriptures. So not only would you be learning a little bit more about your word and your relationship with Christ through the word, but you might even find that there are new ideas that come to your mind or new ways how to handle that scene that's just giving you so much trouble. You never know. Maybe writing a short story of David and Goliath from Goliath's point of view might be the window you need to get into your villain's head. Or maybe you can challenge yourself to portray Samson's one-man fight against a whole army in poetic prose. It might be the right kind of kicker your brain needs. And it kind of goes hand in hand with our next one, number three, study a biblical figure. Nine times out of ten, a fictional character is based off of somebody. Even if one fictional character was based on another fictional character, odds are the originating character was inspired by a real person. It all makes sense, though. When aiming to write a complex character, what's more complex than a human being? No, seriously, what is more complex than a human being? We are... (laughs) inconsistent tangled knots of absurdity lots of the time 
<laughs> well, God had the lives of many people recorded in his book for us to learn from. There's bound to be at least one person who's remotely close to the kind of character you want to write. Of course, you can study the most popular ones, like Moses and Noah come to mind, but don't forget there are a ton of lesser knowns that have yet to be creatively tapped into. To name a few, there's Ehud, the left-handed warrior who saved a nation. There's the redeemed Pharisee, Nicodemus. Few have heard of Hosea's show of ceaseless love for his scandalous wife. And once you've thoroughly studied him, you could never forget the profound nobility of Prince Jonathan. So yeah, if you're having a really hard time getting into the psychosis of your character or trying to get the right form to make the drawing or try to get the right emotion for the song for whatever kind of person that you're trying to sing towards or sing about, then take the time and take the initiative to dive into the Bible's archives. And besides, who knows the human heart better than God does? Now for number four, observe the world through biblical eyes. If we believe the Bible is true, then it's reasonable to expect that all the historical things that it recorded still affects us even today. And not to mention the way how it observes the world at present should very much still be in motion. So you want your book to explore mankind's true nature? No place better than to check the Bible. You want to accurately portray how the spiritual world works? Kind of like what I ended up doing. Study everything the Bible has to say about whatever aspect you're looking at. And if you really work at it, you can even tackle super complex questions like, where was God's hand in Russian history? If Atlantis was real, why might God have allowed it to be destroyed? What biblical events might have birthed certain Greek myths? How would that have happened in the first place? The possibilities explode from there. True, this kind of thought process takes a lot of effort and requires much brain power because you're going to have to do a lot of extra scientific and historical research to go with your biblical studies. But if you place your trust in God's guidance and you were truly serious about dedicating yourself to him in the first place, then he'll empower you to do so. Besides, this really is the sort of mental training you should be undergoing and using for daily life anyway. I mean, we have to take captive every thought, right? Well, same as way we have to take captive our historical records and we have to take captive our science records. Don't just take the science report at face value. Look at the science report, compare it to what the Bible says, and see how the Bible interprets it. Same case with history. Put that biblical logic into your creative thinking, more or less. <laughs> Number five, biblically confront your spiritual need. Whenever we read books or watch movies, the ones that challenge us where it hurts are the ones that tend to stick with us the most. This fact couldn't be more relevant to Christians. Our needs, pains, and weaknesses are what drive us to rely on Jesus' grace every day. Hence, why we love stories of heroes who persevere through the worst hurts unto triumph. The Christian life is in and of itself that same kind of journey. Now, God asks us to address our spiritual needs through prayer and his word already, but who knows? As God is carrying you to reach these milestones in your spiritual walk, Maybe you'll find the breakthroughs he's made in your life are too wonderful not to share or contextualize through your story or through your video game, through your film. If there's a personal battle in you to be fought, fight it through prayer and God's word. Then, if you're comfortable contextualizing it in a fictional sense, you can apply the lessons you experience in your narrative. It'd become an encouragement to those who hurt the same way you did, and it would add a raw layer of realism to the story because it's literally your story. 
and it would likely transform your very life too at the same time. And now number six, last but not least on our list is verse theming. Now verse theming is in fact how my book Celestial found its plot. I need not tell you that every story carries a theme because most stories, even if it's as nonsensical as Alice in Wonderland, they have some kind of theme to it. I mean, if you're curious at what I felt like the theme of Alice in Wonderland was, it was the sheer fact it had no theme. (laughs) No theme being a theme. There you go. (laughs) But even if that theme is about weird nonsense, like Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, the character growth, the big moments, and the small moments in the plots of most stories in most circumstances lead to a point and that point composes the story's worldview aka the theme is the foundation the creative project is built upon and based on what kind of theme you have it can either be good misguided or absolutely wrong as christian creatives though we'd want our themes built upon a foundation of truth so where better to find truth than the bible If you find a single verse or even a series of verses that really speak to you, ones that reveal a message you passionately know our world needs to hear, then what's there to stop you? Study that verse. Cross-reference it with similar verses both in the Old and New Testaments. Get to fully understanding it in all its facets. I mean, act like a guy dating the high school sweetheart of his life. You know, he investigates her. He tries to learn everything about her. Do the same with a verse that really, truly speaks to you. There can be more profound story material in a single line of God's spoken word than man's entire library. In fact, for me, my verse theming for Celestial was 1 Peter 1, 10 through 12. As Celestial was a complex beast of a book for me to deal with. I sometimes got lost in my own web of speculations. But whenever I got lost, I just remembered... What's my key verse? Return to the verse. 1 Peter chapter 1, 10 through 12. Okay. And then everything would just snap back into focus and I could continue with what I was working on. Verses, they are often the linchpin in maintaining our spiritual walks. And verses can also be the linchpin to your story and everything in it. So if your book doesn't have a theme yet, Search the scriptures. See what verse would apply to the kind of story you're writing or the kind of project that you're making. Or maybe you already have a theme, but you don't have a verse. Find a verse that applies the best to that theme so that you can better understand that theme from God's point of view. And believe you me, that if you're viewing a theme that's familiar to people, but from God's point of view, most likely it's not going to sound the same as what everyone would expect. It would likely take your plot out of the usual beaten path altogether, actually. So it's a pretty good shoe in writing something pretty original. Or at the very least, it can be your anchor whenever you get lost on the sea of possibility. And so that is it for our first celebratory countdown episode. I hope you enjoyed this and learning how to use your scriptures more and how to boost your creativity, get out of your dry spell, and even learn more about the scriptures and the Lord Jesus Christ himself along the way, because in the end, that's what truly matters. It's not about becoming better than the other guy at our craft. It's about getting to know Christ more and more and glorifying him in the gifts and talents he's given us. So that's all for today. Don't forget to visit flyingfaith.org. Subscribe to my newsletter for exclusive content, including weekly reports on my current works in progress. And I will see you next time on Flying Faith Talks. See ya.